This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday the 16th of September. Justin, listen to this mm-hmm. one. The Australian Treasury has estimated that the government's $680 million home builder scheme will create 9,600 jobs. Ooh. Now, is that good or bad? I just can't tell. <laughs> well, it was meant to create hundreds of thousands of jobs. Ah. So I'm going to say it's not doing too Ooh, well. Boy. But Brett, this year, sales of vinyl records Ooh. have outpaced CD sales Ooh. for the very first time since the 1980s. Very Impressive. Back to the future. I know. Three really cool stories today, Justin. Let's do it. For our first, a global investment company named TPG Capital Mm -hmm. is looking likely to acquire Aussie boots and outdoor clothing maker RM Williams. A big name and a great brand. So what's the story here? (laughs) RM Williams was started in 1932 Mm -hmm. and were popular with farmers and stockmen. Fast forward just under a century later (laughs) and RM Williams is now known as a lifetime lasting premium boot that you can dress up with your chinos. Or dress down. On your suit. <laughs> the brand's been owned by a company named El Catton since 2014. And TPG Capital's purchase of RM Williams would value RM at over 250 million bucks. Nice! So what does this TPG Capital like about RM Williams specifically? Well, TPG reckons RMs have huge potential to grow and expand beyond Australia. I'm talking the Asian region here. AKA, they see the opportunity to sell a hell of a lot more boots <laughs> than they can in Australia yep. given our relatively mm-hmm. small population. So what's the key learning here? Despite retail being in a bit of a holding pattern right mm-hmm, now, yeah. investors often see value in companies that are timeless in brand, yeah. design, nice. and quality. RM Williams is known for exactly that in Australia. And TPG knows that adding these core principles, plus being Australian made, mm-hmm. is a tried and tested sales proposition to consumers around the Asian region. It just works. Yeah. And just another thing that doesn't hurt is that the much-adored Hugh Jackman mm-hmm. owns 5% of the company and is a brand ambassador. <laughs> oh. Take that. For our second story, PepsiCo, the owner of Pepsi, is launching a new drink to get a piece of the $1.4 billion sleep aid industry. It seems like a bit of an odd move. What is actually happening here? Well, some background. We know that consumers have been drinking way less soft drink in recent years. So PepsiCo has been making a big effort to become less reliant on carbonated soft drinks and is trying to focus on where consumers are going next. So although PepsiCo built a massive business by putting caffeine and sugar Mm, in people's bloodstreams, now it wants to do the opposite. AKA, it wants to mellow consumers. (laughs) Pepsi's officially taking aim at the functional beverage industry. Yep, they've unveiled Driftwell. It's a new drink enhanced with ingredients to promote relaxation and to help ease stress. So what's the key learning here? Just like many industries, the functional beverage industry started super niche Mm. and next minute, the giant swoops in to poach market share. (laughs) PepsiCo has spotted an opportunity, especially during these Mm anxiety-inducing times. And they're pouncing to offer stress relief Mm. via beverage. Talk me through this functional drinks industry. It's a small but growing category of the Mm. overall beverage industry. And this is an industry that includes vitamins, Mm -hmm. herbs, plants, and minerals, all associated with potential health benefits. Think probiotic-packed kombuchas. Basically, anything that comes with perceived health and wellness benefits has gained huge popularity Mm -hmm. in recent years. For our third and final story, COVID has accelerated the end of pen and paper signatures and is transforming the once super boring company (laughs) DocuSign into a $50 billion tech darling. Ooh, you want me to hold a pen from Johnny? Yuck! (laughs) Those germs! So what's the story here, Justin? (laughs) Just like Zoom's capitalized on its big moment in the sun, Mm. DocuSign and its online e-signature business is thriving in 2020. And that's because DocuSign makes it easy to do paperwork remotely. In fact, shares in DocuSign have flown up by over a 
170% Ooh, just this year. Out of nowhere, it's worth more than eBay and car companies like Ford. Wow. And DocuSign added more customers during the first half of this year than wow. all of 2019. But Justin, the jury's still out on how sustainable this growth will be in the long mm-hmm. run. Even the company CEO is cautioned that the <laughs> business's growth may cool off from these levels. So what's the key learning here? This year, organizations have had to create new ways of working that could have never been anticipated mm. previously. Foot taps instead of handshakes. <laughs> Virtual drinks instead of physical drinks. Online signatures instead of ink signatures. And given that DocuSign was the leader in the online document field before the pandemic struck, yeah. it's been able to make the most of it by selling fast yep. to those organizations in desperate need of a solution. DocuSign has also expanded into other services like enrolling COVID patients. Very clever. Onboarding new hires. Signing important bank documents. Flux family, we love having you listen with us every single day. We do. And if you want to stay up to date with all the latest business news and key learnings, make sure to subscribe or follow. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.